With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. No, I am not going to do a full Maller monologue about the Boston Red Sox sweeping out the New York Yankees and fattening up their lead in the American League East. I'm not going to talk about the Yankees blowing a 4-1 to lead with Araldis Chapman on the mound. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. No. Uh, but meanwhile, I, what I would like to get into here is uh, something that is close to my heart. We talked about this a little bit last week, but now it has come to reality. And the trade, after the controversial trade last week, the person that was traded arrived in a new destination. Uh, that would be the Toronto Blue Jay closer, Roberto Osuna, who 
all of a sudden became a Houston Astro. The trade happened right at the deadline, the non-waiver deadline, and he was immediately activated as soon as the Astros. They couldn't wait to activate this guy as soon as they could, so the, the Astros activated Roberto Osuna. Never heard of him. Well, he pitched in Toronto, that's why. But he's back now in the States with the Astros, and so he didn't pitch in the loss to the Dodgers. That's right, the Dodgers beat the Astros on Sunday. All is right in the world. That's correct, yes. That's right. Spot him a couple games, came back, got the win, no problem. No problem at all there. But the thing about this that I wanted to get into, the the angle with Roberto Osuna, uh, before he was added, to the active roster for Houston, they had a team meeting, right? They also released a prepared statement. Prepared statement. Now, if you did not catch any of this because you were out doing stuff, completely understandable. It's the weekend. I get it uh, if you missed it. But in the latest manifesto sent out, the Astros organization, of course, they're in full damage control mode right now. Uh, They sent out a very lengthy manifesto And in that manifesto, they talked about the decision to acquire Roberto Osuna, saying it was based on the entirety of information that they gathered during an extensive evaluation, which was, I believe, here's the evaluation. How fast does he throw and how fast can he get to our ballpark? That was the evaluation. It was a a two-question evaluation. And uh, that's an extensive evaluation. The statement went on to say we, meaning the Astros, felt that Roberto deserved a second chance. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, remember last week the Astros said in a statement while announcing the trade that they had a what? They had a zero-tolerance policy when it came to domestic violence while trading for a guy suspended for domestic violence. Outstanding. The hypocrisy is just great. And so now they are, they've changed it up. They've changed it up. Now they are focused on ensuring that Roberto Osuna makes a positive impact off the field while he is a member of the Astros. They also claimed in this this long, drawn-out statement that they are providing him with a great clubhouse and a supportive environment for a fresh start. They said, we believe that Roberto Osuna will not let us down. Well, they're good. Belief is a belief. It's not a, it's not a, a guarantee. Now they also said that we are strong believers in protecting the rights of victims. Okay, then. all right. So the question here: How does this all play out? Roberto Osuna is now a member of the despicable Houston Astros. So how does this all play out? All right, my thoughts: You've got the subplot, the backlash, and the curse. Subplot, backlash, and curse will tie it all together. Now, number one. We only have a couple of months. I know it seems like the baseball season goes on 12 months a year. We only have a couple of months left in the baseball season, and this is going to shadow the Astros. And it's not just going to shadow them this year. It's going to shadow them as long as, as Osuna is part of the team. It's the story within the story of the 2018 Astros, and in many respects the postseason, because on one hand you have the on-field performance – get a bunch of people out, we'll give you kudos and a pat on the back. On the other hand, you have the off-field performance, right? You have the locker room element. Uh, will there be infighting and dissension 
in the Houston clubhouse. Uh, there already was supposedly fireworks. They had a closed-door meeting, although little has come out about it. There was some some speculating on social media that there were some very interesting things said uh, directed at Roberto Osuna. Now, generally, it is my opinion on these type of issues that this is often overblown, right? This is overblown, and uh, I believe that the divisiveness angle is something that is nice to put in a story that you write on a blog or something like that, but in reality, it's an excuse, right? It's excuse-making. Every team has factions. That's the reality, right? The locker room psychology is not that different from the real world. Uh, you have work friends and you have people that you put up with in the office. I mean, look, we, we work at a 24-hour sports network. If Doug Gottlieb walked in a room, I wouldn't know who he was. If Colin Cowherd, no, 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 no. If Colin Cowherd was, was sitting across from me, I'd say, who is that? I, know, I sleep when he's on. He's an overnight show for me. I sleep during the day. I, I, don't, I've ne- I think I met him one time, and it wasn't even here. It was somewhere else. So, I mean, but we work in the same building. We work for the same company. We don't get paid the same, but we work in the same environment. But I don't, I mean, there's, there's clearly, there's a divide, right? But I'm, that's, that's how it works. But I guess it, it works that way because we don't, we don't cross paths, right? That's not how it works. You're playing a baseball, for a baseball team, you travel all the time. You, you share the showers, the whole thing, the whole, the whole to do, right? The whole, the whole thing. Uh, but the on-field performance is going to matter much more, right? Does Roberto Osuna poop the bed? For the Astros. Does that happen? Will he continue to play the way he did in Toronto where he's very effective on the mound? Or is he going to contaminate the harmony among the Astros on the field? I'm not talking about locker room stuff. It's the subplot that's going to hang around Houston baseball for a while. And if the Astros win, you know what the story is going to be. It's already there. You don't have to be in the media to know. If the Astros win, it will be the, the story will be they overcame the adversity and rallied around each other. When Roberto Osuna came in, A.J. Hinch will be celebrated for his managerial skills. And when Houston loses, and they will lose out, they're not going to win the World Series. Again, that mistake only happens once. Uh, Roberto Osuna will be blamed as what? The fall guy, right? The fall guy. The front office will be taken to task for their lack of integrity. Uh, And that's how that's going to work. Now, the second thing here, the fan pushback. Now, that's another interesting part of this story. You have a, an interesting dichotomy among the Astro fan base because there's this split, and it's not down the middle. It's not. You have one group, which I call the sheep. Uh, these are the sycophants that no matter what, no matter what, they want Roberto Osuna to do well because he's now got Astros across his chest, and that is all that matters. The vast majority of those people will drink any Kool-Aid the Astro front office serves up. It reminds me of our regular caller, Chris in Houston, who last week, right, demanded that Urban Meyer be fired because, not that he committed a crime, uh, but that the at that time, the story was that he didn't report the crime. Now, that story's changed, the Urban Meyer story, but that was enough for Chris, the Astro sycophant, to say he should get out of here. With Roberto Osuna, because he's a sheep, Chris is like, no, 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 no. We don't know all the facts. Nah, we don't know all the facts. Yeah, I mean, it's just classic. That's the sheep mentality. 
That's the sheep. Mindless robots. That's a lot of people have that. Now, another group, now they feel different. They feel like they're in purgatory, right? A lot of noise about uh, a backlash, people giving up their season tickets and all that. They're taking the moral high ground and threatening to boycott Astros baseball and in some extreme cases just give up a lifetime of watching this team. Now, I am always skeptical of how successful that is and how re- how much of that is just trying to get attention on social media uh, and how much of that is actually reality. And very rarely do these kind of things work. And even when they do work, even when the numbers go down, does anything really change? Like the NFL, there was a, a boycott of the NFL. They're, they lost a share of market. But the TV contracts are still big and people are still watching. It's just not as many people are watching the NFL, and everyone's taking credit for not watching, right, on both sides of that, the great Kaepernick divide. Uh, so, But as far as the Astros, right, as far as the Astros here, if you look at the, the way this plays out and the way this is going to go, I am almost always skeptical. But in this, absolutely, the, the, the last point here, the Astros won the series against the Dodgers, over the weekend. The Dodgers just forfeited the game on Saturday. They had plans. Uh, they wanted to go out, have a nice meal. And so they, they just didn't even try. They did not try. They just went through the motions. Uh, but I will address this right now. Now, I, I happen to be at the game on Saturday, which is, I wish they would have let me know. I wouldn't have gone if they had known they wanted to, if I had known they wanted to take the night off, I would not have shown up there. Uh, bad job by you. Uh, shame on you. Uh, nice lazy baseball by Manny Machado. But that, that particular game was a baseball catastrophe. Uh, it was discouraging, but I maintain my position, and I am not wrong on this. The Los Angeles Dodgers are in a much better position to return to the World Series than the Houston Astros. That's a fact. That's not really debatable, and I'll tell you why. Those are some treacherous waters that the Astros reside in. The American League I don't know if you saw the Red Sox. We talked about it here very briefly at the beginning here, sweeping out the Yankees. Now, the Yankees will be heard from again, but the Red Sox sweeping out the Yankees. You've got Cleveland and their lineup with Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor and others and very good starting pitching. The the Astros are very unlikely to win the American League pennant. Look at the National League. Who's the dominant dog in the National League? There is no dominant team in the National League. The Cubs... Forget the Cubs. It's not the Cubs. All right, stop with it. Philly, does anyone say, oh, my God, we got to play the Phillies this weekend? The Atlanta Braves? You've got to be the Atlanta Braves? Come on. That's what I'm saying. The path, the path is much smoother. It's like satin. Uh, the, the Rockies, their path is a bunch of rocks uh, for the Astros, rather. That's, that's their path. And... More importantly, the Astros also have the winner's curse. The Dodgers didn't win. They don't have the winner's curse. The Astros have the winner's curse. Enjoy the winner's curse. We say hello now to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. That's right over there. I think I think something in here is cursed in my my, uh, Why would you say here. that? Does it the, smell? The Does it stink? Well, no, that's a good guess, but uh, the equipment in here is Look at how high uh, the trash is piled up. Can you see this, Roberto? Stand up, Roberto. See how high the trash is piled up. Can you see this? Look at that. 
It's gone over oh, the. Oh man! It is now. What's it's the... like a balancing act. It's stacked over the trash no, can. And nobody can throw that away. No, God forbid, lazy slugs. Oh my God! The lazy That's slugs crazy. that work here. Well, you could, you could throw it out. Egotistical if you to, jackasses. That ain't my trash, Eddie. <laughs> that ain't my garbage. <laughs> oh All right, God, that's, that's not my trash. Listen, if I throw some away, you know what happens? The the people they got these big shots that come in here on the weekends. They're used to having a bunch of peons that walk around clean up their crap. Hey, attention, weekend staff at Fox Sports Radio. Your mom does not work here. Clean up your trash. Oh, you're yelling again, Ben. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn it! All right, I, I got a little worked up. Yeah, there. It's a good it thing. You're, it's a good thing you're not in here because the uh, equipment's not working right. Oh, uh, okay. So. I'd rather have a bad equipment and no trash. I'd rather have that. I'll trade you. I'll, I'll go in there, and you want to come in here? Yeah, actually, I would trade you on that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what to do if it doesn't work. You know, I just push this this button and that button, and if it doesn't work, then I don't know what to do. Like, I call somebody to come in here at this uh, yeah this time to come in and fix it. I, I would go through the entire list of management, senior management yeah, at the company. I don't know that I want. No, do. no. Seriously, start in alphabetical order uh-huh. and just work your way down until someone comes in here. Because I know that they would definitely come here. Well, I know who I'm supposed to call, but uh, yeah. you don't want to call that person. I, I don't want to. No, I yeah. have to make to make him come down here and uh, fix it. But it is his job, so I mean, you know, you yeah. got to do what you got to do. Why don't you do it right now? Go ahead and call him right now. No, yeah, I'm not going to send that. a text. How about that? I. Well, but you I know so. what's going to happen. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Okay. Whoever that person is, and I'm not sure who it is. I think I know who it is, but I don't know for sure. Whoever that person is, what they're going to do is they're going to try to walk you through it. They're yeah. gonna try to. They're gonna do everything they can to not come in here, right? So they're, what they're gonna do is, okay, let's <laughs> let's do a fact check. Let's check some boxes here. Let's see how we can fix this, so I don't have to get in my car and drive to the Fox Sports Radio. Now, studio. is there anyone you can yeah, call no, to come take the, the trash time. out? Uh, they no. I, apparently, they can't afford to pay anyone here on the weekend to uh, to take the trash out. And God forbid the diva talk shows, the prima donnas that work here on the weekends, uh, they can't they can't be bothered with that. You know who I also blame? Wrong button Bob. I blame Bob Guerra. This is a producing failure. Bob Guerra is a weekend producer here, and this is on him. This is oh, his this payback. Could be, this, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. This could be intentional. Yeah, this is his payback because he couldn't handle the Ben Mathers show. Now he's stuck doing weekends, all right? He could have been on our show. He, he couldn't handle it. Couldn't, ta- couldn't take it. And now he's got trash piling up over here. It's disgusting. Well, I would advise you not to go into the break room or the bathroom because it's just as bad there as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. It's good to be back. I'm so excited yeah, to be here. It's start a new the week, week off. Yeah. Surrounded by trash. It's wonderful. Might as well work at a dump. You know what? I might as well. Hey, you work at a dump, you're surrounded by trash. You work here, you're surrounded by trash. It's great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So it was the talk of the town. It happened on Friday night. And I'd assume that, hey, if something happens on Friday, that's you know several days. You know, we're here Friday morning, but then we go away, and if something happens, usually by the time we come back, it, it doesn't still have legs. This still has legs. It's still got life, and so we've got to jump into this. It was the talk of the NBA weekend, the political theater engaging, not really a Friday night news dump, more like a Friday night Twitter dump. From the West Wing, unloading on LeBron James. Uh, at least that's how the story is being told. Now, if you somehow have missed this, that means you are A, not political. You have no interest in politics. B, you were completely off the grid all weekend. Otherwise, if you consume pretty much any media, 
you are aware of this story. Any media, you're aware of this story. So um, let me let me give you where I am on this. Now, uh, if you are not political or if you missed it somehow, uh, let me give you the, the update here. Uh, again, I'm not sure how that's possible, but you really have to be deep in the woods, deep in the woods uh, to not be aware of this. So President Trump responding by Twitter on Friday night, uh, he's hanging out. What what better thing to do on Friday than watch CNN, I guess? Uh, so he's watching on on Friday Don Lemon, nemesis of the president there, and an interview which actually took place at the beginning of the week. This is why I couldn't figure it out because the LeBron James interview with Don Lemon happened on Monday. I think it was Monday. LeBron had a bunch of media come in to pat him on the back and tell him how great he is. Uh, and, Le- and Don Lemon was part of that. And so the interview, I guess, aired again. They they don't have much programming over there, so they replayed it. And here's the quote from the president. He said, quote, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike, Trump tweeted. All right, so I wanted to talk about this. Now, at the end of his message, the president obviously was expressing a great deal of appreciation for Michael Jordan, who hasn't played in the NBA in 15 years and currently owns an NBA team and is technically business partners with LeBron James because they're both part of Team Nike. All right, so we've had a bunch of people come out and have a statement after statement after statement after statement after statement. So the question is this. We'll frame it this way. Was President Trump's tweet unfair to LeBron James? Was it unfair to LeBron James? Now, I don't believe it was unfair to LeBron James, and uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Some people were all worked up into a lather over this. I did not. My perspective, you've got the conga line, the counterpunch, and the powwow. And we will link all of this together for you. Now, the first part of it, part A, the NBA community essentially put their equivalent of a human shield around LeBron James. You had Jeannie Buss, Michael Jordan, Adam Silver, and a host of other prominent players and executives in the NBA that formed a conga line as one after another they defended the honor of LeBron James. It was stunning. I was expecting them, I tweeted this out, I was expecting them to back up the president and rip LeBron James uh, and they didn't do it. They didn't. Not a single one of them. Not no. No one ripped LeBron. None of them. Uh, never happened. So, okay, fine. So we're at that point. So we have all these statements coming out. They all took turns with endless declarations and proclamations about King James' intelligence, his business uh, sense, all of that, uh, lining up one after another, defending LeBron James. Now. The one thing, I'll give them credit, uh, the thing they did not do, which is the right thing when you respond to the president, they didn't mention the president's name. Like, the NFL would issue statements and they'd mention Trump's name. If you mention Trump's name, he's going to respond. So he's not going to respond to Jeannie Buss because he probably doesn't know who Jeannie Buss is or, or uh, Adam Silver because he, they didn't mention his name. They just gave a statement randomly. It was like a eulogy for LeBron James. It was very awkward, you know. Like the Lakers randomly, uh, they say, oh, let's issue a statement about how we love LeBron James over the weekend. We won't tell you why we're issuing that statement, but we'll issue the statement. Now, part B of this, 
what I believe is the story here, which has been lost in the woods, right, and in all this LeBron James love affair and all this, was the— Who, me? That's right. Was the intention of the tweet. That is my expert analysis. I'm a one-man think tank. That what President Trump was trying to do was not attack LeBron James— he was directing his bullseye on Don Lemon. He can't stand CNN. He hates CNN. He hates Don Lemon. And so that part was lost because he went. the president went scorched earth and he tossed LeBron James' name in there out with the bathwater. LeBron went out there. Someone needs to show uh, the White House the ratings of CNN. The only place, I'm convinced, I've told people this before, the only place people are watching that are at airports and gyms. That's about it, based on the ratings. And yet he's getting the president's getting all worked up over this, and no one's watching. No one's watching this. I don't. I don't understand. Now, since Trump mentioned King James, right? Since he got his name in there, even though I believe the intention was to uh, attack Don Lemon, and so he mentioned LeBron as part of an assault on the CNN uh, anchor there. Uh, that we should point out that 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 he is fair game. That, that, that a lot of people seem to assume that LeBron James is off limits. He's just a basketball player. He's not a political figure. He's not a politician. And while it is true LeBron James has never run for office, he is in Donald Trump's world from the perspective, if you look at the political world, LeBron James is part of it. Uh, And President Trump, for better or for worse, is a counterpuncher. That's how he operates. He's a counterpuncher. Uh, Now, what does that mean? LeBron James is an operative of the Democratic Party. That is not debatable. He campaigned for Hillary Clinton to win in Ohio. It didn't work out for LeBron. He has uh, supported the Democrats for many, many years. That's his political standing. That's fine. Uh, But he's gone public on it. He's also taken some shots at Donald Trump, some thinly veiled, some not so thinly veiled shots at Trump from time to time since he became president, so the Donald couldn't help himself, right? He, but I, I do believe, again, the intent was to assault Don Lemon, and it was lost in translation, right? Because I don't think the Lakers would have released a statement to defend Don Lemon. I don't think Adam Silver would have said, we believe Don Lemon's great on CNN. I don't think that would have happened. I don't believe Michael Jordan would be, I believe in Don Lemon. I don't think any of that would have happened. All right, now the last thing here, the parting shot on this. Now, previously... LeBron James was asked whether he would sit down with Donald Trump. And this was actually in the interview. I believe that was in the interview there with Don Lemon. Uh, and and remember, LeBron has called President Trump a bum. Um, that was over the Steph Curry disinvite to the White House uh, and whatnot. Uh, he said, I would never sit across from him. That was the quote from LeBron James. And see, this is where LeBron is wrong. He's lacking foresight here. And I'm going to tell you why. For all of the insults and for all of the verbal haymakers that the president tosses out, and they're endless, and there's more coming today. There's more coming today. It is my opinion that when you actually get into a room and have a powwow with President Trump, you can get what you want. Uh, Remember, he's gone, not to get political, but he went from calling Kim Jong-un the little rocket man to having dinner with him. Uh, you know, and, and having a having a meet and greet in over North Korea and whatnot. Kim Kardashian was 
was not short-sighted. She went to the White House. She had an agenda. She got what she was looking for. So I'm not sure what LeBron James' agenda is. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm assuming he's got one. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where it is. But if he had an issue and he wanted to get something done, he could get some FaceTime, and he would likely get what he wanted uh, in a meeting. And for those that emailed me over the weekend saying, well, you're going to rip LeBron? You ripped uh, you ripped J.J. Watt? No, listen. Here's the, I'm not ripping LeBron per se. All I'm pointing out is my this is my position as far as the whole charity thing and all that. I've been very consistent with J.J. Watt and others. It is my belief that the value of charity, whatever it might be, whatever that donation, whatever how big or how small it is, whatever that is, uh, the amount of charity goes down based on the amount of praise. Like if you do it for the praise, then that's that's an issue. I, I, it is my opinion that the value of that charity donation is reduced if you end up doing uh, doing it for the praise. And true charity should be done anonymously. Now, LeBron James was clearly raised differently. He likes holding news conferences and, and doing a victory lap, and it worked for him because he's getting the applause here. It's good for him. I, listen, he, that's what he was wanting, and he got it from – a number of media outlets that went there and were praising him. Uh, and they, they all traveled there, and it was it was great for, for LeBron. That's just my perspective on charity is you shouldn't be doing it for the attention. And clearly I'm in the minority. Many people believe that you should only really do it for the, the attention. Uh, J.J. Watt at the top of that list, and then you've got LeBron there as well. All right, if you would like to be part, the number. 877-99 on Fox, 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and you can be part of the festivities. And we are also on Facebook. Our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show, on Facebook. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Judas Garcia's writes. Over there now, Ben, you kind of teased this on yes, Friday's right. show. Do right. we have any kind of an update on the happenings in San Bernardino? Well, we're up? still going. I I am still awaiting the uh, word, but I I don't have it yet. I thought I was going to have it by tonight. I don't. Things shut down on the weekend, but I am told hopefully by Tuesday at the latest, and I'd like to have it later on on our next show. But we are going to be there August twenty fourth. It's a Friday night. San Bernardino will be hanging out. It's going to be a good time. We've got listeners who have RSVP'd who are going to be there from Blind Scott from Boston. We have a listener from Sydney, Australia who's going to be there. So she, I just want to point out, she's not coming just because of us. She happened, She had to have a She had a trip already planned, Eddie, but we're going to make it seem like she's just coming to hang out with us. Yeah, it sounds yeah. better if she's yeah, coming yeah, to see us, and yeah. then she's going to do some other things while she happens yeah. to be here. Yeah, so the way we're going to – this is the only time I want to mention this, because the next few times I mention this story, it'll be she's coming to see us all the way from Sydney, Australia, and not to see her family and not to see her friends. It's to see us, because we're her radio friends and her radio family. So we've got that. We also have uh, listeners from uh, Seattle, the Seattle area, Northern California, Denver, uh, places all over Texas. We've gotten a couple people from Texas that have said they're coming. Now, keep in mind, uh, we know from past experience, we went to we went to Bakersfield. number of people said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. Uh, a lot of them did not, uh, did not show up. We had, we had a good turnout. We had people travel from all over the place, too, for that. 
so just because people say they're going to go doesn't mean they're going to actually show up. But people have been reaching out saying, hey, where are you going to be? What's going on and all that? We'll have some more clarity on that uh, soon enough. So we will. Looking forward to it. It's going to be wonderful. And it will be really cool. <laughs> won't be hot at all. It's nice. not. It hasn't been warm here in Southern California much. No. no. no I'm no. sure out there in Nevada where you live, it's been very breezy. Oh, it's been wonderful. It's been great. Just don't go outside. That's the key. You don't go outside. Yeah. You, you know, the inside. air conditioning is free here. I've got it cranked up. Uh, my little. Uh, oh, really? You're here. able to crank it up? Yeah. Because I want you to know, in this room, we're not <laughs> able to alter the air conditioning. Is the, is the thermostat still covered up by the wallpaper? Well, not only that, but... Before, even before they switched it and they put the wallpaper over the thermostat, uh, I, I recall when it happened, there was a former like Penn State basketball player that worked here, did a show on the weekend. I don't remember who he is. But he uh, he worked here, and there was a collision, and it knocked the air conditioning thing off the wall. And when they replaced it, they replaced it with one that cannot be adjusted by the people that work here. You know, the people that need to adjust the air conditioning to their yeah. comfort level? It cannot be adjusted. And only management can adjust it. So I remember when that happened, because for the first, like, 15 years, we were able to adjust to the perfect temperature. Like, I like it really cold. Other people like it warm. It doesn't matter. It's going to be, it's like the Astrodome. It's the same temperature no matter what, was it 72 degrees, right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be, I think? Yeah, I may have to uh, put on a little, uh, like a pullover here or something so frosty in this room. Well, you don't have to brag, Eddie. There's no need to brag. I didn't think I I was bragging. I was just, you know, pointing it out. Yeah. Nice and chilly. The Maller Mansion, when I get home, icebox. Okay? Ice. (laughs) Oh, man. Really? That surprises me because you are a notorious tightwad, and I figured if you got to pay for the air conditioning, you'd have like uh, a block of ice in front of a fan or something. I am a problem solver. You know what I did? I went. What did you do? Because I care about the environment. I went solar. So I have Uh, solar uh, panels on the Maller Mansion. It's a good move. So that air conditioning does not go. It does not go high. It goes low, 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 (laughs) low, 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 low. Is how it goes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Let the games begin. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And away we go. It is another edition of Maller to the third degree. We start out a new week. Your guide to radio fun. We bring in the Coop de Loop. All right, Ben, this is kind of a weird story. So it was announced over the weekend that Mike Social will be stepping down after the end of the season. Yeah. That was Ken Rosenthal behind a paywall that did that. Yeah. Yes. Now, Socha is the longest tenured manager in Major League Baseball. His, uh, his tenure contract's coming to an end, and it, the report was that he will not be pursuing an extension and that he's not stepping down due to pressure from the club. But no sooner was that report out, the very next day, Mike Socha called that report uh poppycock poppy, i was yeah. gonna say poppycock well, why'd you pause weird. i, I just he was, called it poppycock yeah. what are you afraid you you can say poppycock no, did he actually say poppycock? he said the word poppycock oh. oh i was just which tells you he's old and yeah <laughs> right right yeah. so ben what do you think's going on here well listen I, mike Sosha is not going to get a new contract and so it, it here's my my take on it it appears that the goal is to let this seem like Mike Sosha, it's his decision, right? But he's definitely a lame duck. He was a lame duck before the year. 
To me, the more compelling story when you talk about Mike Sosha's time in Anaheim is the coach killer. Now, who is the coach killer in this story? Albert Pujols is the reason that Mike Sosha is a failure here and is going to be out as Angels manager after all these years, and I'll tell you why. A, now it's not with his mouth, right? It's not with his mouth, but with his performance. Albert Pujols showed up in Anaheim. They had a red carpet ceremony there, highly touted, transcendent player. He was one of the top three players in baseball, if not the best player in baseball, when in St. Louis, right? Albert Pulos, Prince Albert, as he was known with the Cardinals, cheating Cardinals, he led the big leagues in just about every offensive category, home runs, RBIs, he won a batting title, he, he led the league in runs scored, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He shows up in Anaheim in a Halos uniform, and he has only led the league in grounding into double plays twice since he got to Anaheim, despite a $240 million contract. So he is the main reason that Mike Sosha is going to lose his job as manager of the Angels. And B, listen, Sosha, we always talk about this, do not let a falling star fall on you. And the Angels front office at the time, and as a result, Mike Sosha, he had to pay pay the piper, if you will, but in addition to Albert Pujols and his nosedive off the cliff into mediocrity, uh, the, the Angels also had a bunch of blue-chip minor league pitchers, guys that they thought were going to be pretty good, that were going to change the culture of the Angel pitching staff. And collectively, they were either ordinary, bad, or terrible in the major leagues. And just look at, look at Shohei Otani is the latest example. Now he's... He's just an outfielder. They didn't sign him to be an outfielder. They signed him to be a pitcher. But you can't feel bad for Sosha. He outlasted 111 managers, and the Angels have been unwatchable for many, many years here. So it's not like he didn't get plenty of opportunities, but I believe it's a direct result of the Angels and as a and Mike Sosha betting on Albert Pujols and losing. Next! Kelvin Benjamin said that he thinks being drafted by the Panthers hurt his career, and he implied that Cam Newton is inaccurate, and that's the reason why. Do you think Benjamin would be a bigger deal if he were uh, on another team initially? Well, yes, but not the Buffalo Bills, which he's on right now. He'd have to be on a team with a top quarterback. If he'd been with the Patriots or the Green Bay Packers or one of the you know, the New Orleans Saints, it would have been a much different story. You know, we have a, a friend of the show whose cousin – is on the New Orleans Saints. But if, if that guy had been drafted by the Cleveland Browns, he wouldn't be a star right now. That's how that works. Number, a couple of thoughts on the Kelvin Benjamin story. Number one, Cam Newton is not an accurate passer. That's, that's not criticism. That's reality. Last season, there were 27 quarterbacks who had a better completion percentage than Cam Newton. What, maybe that was an outlier. What about 2016? In 2016, there were 29 quarterbacks. Cam Newton was dead last among all ranked quarterbacks in completion percentage. They didn't even have 32 ranked quarterbacks the year before that. Uh, he, he makes plays, but he doesn't make plays completing a high percentage of his passes. And number two, Cam Newton, the whole Superman mantra and all that, the, the fanboys of this quarterback, Cam Newton, they love him. He can't do no wrong. But he's at his best with the broken play, when he's running around, scrambling, improvising. That's when Cam Newton's on his best, at his best. He's not at his best when he's got to run the traditional NFL drop-back offense. And for Kelvin Benjamin, now he goes from Carolina to football purgatory in Buffalo 
which they have the equally inaccurate and also might add, in this case, unproven Josh Allen, who eventually is going to be the quarter when AJ, a quarterback when A.J. McCarron flames out. That's, a, that's another guy who needs to be corrected. All right, next. Now, despite apparent outside pressure to blow up the team, Trailblazers GM Neil O'Shea says he has no plans to do so. You think that's the right strategy, Ben? Yes, absolutely. It is refreshing that that is going on. First of all, tanking, blowing up teams, this pandemic that has gone around, the only thing it ensures, there's only one thing that tanking ensures. It doesn't ensure that you're going to win. It doesn't. It doesn't ensure that you're going to win a championship. It ensures that you will provide an unwatchable product. That's the only thing that tanking guarantees. There are no magic remedies in in the NBA to get to the finals and to win the finals other than the star free agent. And you, you might have been able to get back as a playoff team in five years if you tank, but who would choose to go down that path, right? And secondly, outside of some big executives at Nike and Adidas, which have offices in the state of Oregon, some within the confines of Portland, outside of them mandating it, the Blazers are not going to get a top-shelf free agent to sign in Portland. They're fully aware of that. But there's more than one way to peel an orange here, and I like the fact that Neil O'Shea, might I add a former Clipper, former Clipper, uh, Neil O'Shea, and the Blazer ownership here are trying to win. They are they're being aggressive. And, and rather than take the easy road out, like Sacramento, Phoenix, Dallas, teams like that, Brooklyn, I like it. All right, there it is. Maller to the third degree. How did we do? Uh, I guess you passed, man. That is a winner. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. All right, time now for the instant trivia. Blank has made over $300,000 per pass attempt over his NFL career, which has lasted almost a decade. Again, Blank has made over $300,000 per pass attempt over his NFL career and played almost a decade. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is the Insta Advice Line. A chance to give back. We take, we take, we take, we take, we take. It's time for the knowledgeable people that listen to this show that have understanding, compassion, the expert, the egghead, if you will, that will give back to people in sports. You are the philosopher. You look at each and every, each and every individual situation. And you give your opinion on that. I want to point out that very rarely do any women call this bit up, but we do have a lot of dudes that call up, and we're going to give advice this week to who? Who in sports? Who? Which coach? Which owner? Which player needs our advice? Who? Jim Irsay. That's who. Jim Irsay, the Colts owner, he held a news conference over the weekend, and it suddenly looked like he's having some issues. So just in case the lawyers are listening, here's how we're going to phrase it. Let's see if you can tell which the weasel word is. We're going to give advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with possible hangover-like conditions. Again, our advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with a possible hangover. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Let's hear some new voices. 
877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Hello, line one. You're on the air, line one. Go. Kid Antonio's a fraud. and he's- All right, line two. Ooh. We're attacking a kid. Line two, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Jim Mersey on better dealing with a possible hangover. Antonio for prison after cheating through. Oh, there's no, just no, stop with the cheating. All right, line three, your advice, please, to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Let Bella lick him. All right, line four, you're on the air. Yes, uh, can we end the bit now? Line four, that's you, line four. We're giving advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. All right, line four is not there. We'll go to line five. Hello, line five. Hello. Hello. Oh, this is Antonio. (laughs) Antonio, what is is your advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with a possible hangover? Um... Okay, line f- uh, six, you're on the air. Thank you, Antonio. Line six. Now that you're rolling, Jim Mercer, you suck. All right, yes. Uh, line one, you're on the air. Advice to Jim Mercer on better dealing with a possible hangover. What in the wide, wide world of pencil neck sports is going on oh. here? Pencil oh, neck. Pencil neck Ray. Pencil neck Ray, one of my favorites. What is your advice to Jim Mercer, pencil neck? What in the wide, wide world of pencil neck sports is going on here, pencil neck? All right, well, he's got, he's got a delay. You know, give him ten minutes, he'll catch up. Line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Ben, we'll get to the instant advice line in just a moment. But first, we'll go to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia, who is right over there. Okay, thank you for that. Very nice. Uh, line three, you're on the air. You must be listening a lot. Line three, hello. Sandy Hook was a hoax. All right, line four. Jeez. Hello, line four. Jim, get your boats and hoes in order. Okay, line five. Boy, that's getting wild. Line five, you're on the air. Advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Yeah, take some Vicodin. Take some Vicodin, sure. Why not? Yeah, I think he did. Yes. Uh, advice to Jim Ursay, the Colts owner, on better dealing with a possible hangover. I hear, I hear you moving around line six. Hello, line six. Antonio's a cheater. Oh, you're a cheater. Stop the attack of Antonio. You got a bunch of middle-aged dudes that are jealous of the knowledge of Antonio. The next generation of caller, the great Antonio. He's not even a millennial. I don't know what the hell the next generation is, but he ain't a millennial. Hello, line one. Yes, my advice is to go wrestle with men. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Advice to Jim Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Uh, yes, Ben. Uh, I here would we look go. Jim Ursay square in the eye and say, You end up on yourself, Ben Miller. Somehow I had a feeling that was coming. I had no idea. Line three. Hello, line three. Take a bath with a nine-year-old girl. Okay, that's not right. Line oh four. Hello, line four. You're on the air. Go. He just misses Peyton Manning because Peyton's the best ever. <laughs> oh, that fraud had to call up with that whole thing, that ongoing, never-ending diatribe about Peyton Manning. So if you're just turning on the radio and you like this, we do it every week at about this time. If you don't like it, we only do it once a week. It's the Insta Advice Line unscreened radio. This week, the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, let's just say he was having a really bad day. So, advice to Ursay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Uh, let's go to you, Line 6. You're on the air. Hello, Line 6. Go. He needs to take his advice from Ben Nostra, dumbass Mallard. No, no, it's Nostradamus. Oh. It's Nostradamus. You got that last part right. Hello, Line 1. You're on the air. Antonio's a tr- All right, Line 2. How does he keep getting in? Line 2, hello. 
Hello. You- yes, line three, you're on the air. Go. Line three hung up. We'll go to line four. Your advice. Boy, what's going on here? Line four, advice to Jim Irsay on better dealing with a possible hangover. Tell Jim Irsay to pass the dochi on the left-hand side. All right, line five. Hello. <laughs> Changes diet to Pepsi, Poutine, and Joe Louis. Uh, no, poutine's the way to go. Line six, you're on the air. Hello. Drink lots of water, you bum. Lots of water. Line one, hello. Two bacon sandwiches when you wake up. Two bacon sandwiches, your your world will be good. That's all you need, a couple of bacon sandwiches. We'll do uh, one more, then we'll go to Coop. Hello, line two. I know it's you, Roberto. Oh, no, Roberto. He's coming he after you, you now. He's coming after you. All right, final call on the Insta Advice line, Coopaloop. Who are we giving advice to? Line six. Line six, the last call for Jim Irsay. You're on the air, line six. Go. Better have some luck. There it is. Better have some luck <laughs> dealing with a possible hangover. We got comedians. There it is. The Insta Advice Line. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.